one, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away. Whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoy Lean. DeCam says, give me that. A pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way. Bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around. Corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Excited to welcome in head coach for the Bethany Lutheran Vikings women's basketball squad, Lyle Jones, to the pod. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. It's great to be on. Coach, I want to take you back a few years to the year 2017-18. You've now been at Bethany Lutheran for quite some time, this being your 20th season at the program. But that kind of seemed like it could be a turning point for you guys. You pick up 20 wins in the 17-18 year, and then 22 after that, 24 the following year, really successful year last year as well, and then with the start you guys have had this season. I know it may be hard to look back a couple of years, but was that maybe a turning point for your program a few years ago? You know, I, I don't know if you know, Ryan. I, I was at Bethany for over 30 years, and I took – 10 years off uh, from coaching to watch my kids play basketball. And I just got back in, I believe it was seven years ago. So it was kind of a rebuilding thing for me. And uh, there was a certain turning point. Uh, there's always players that come in that really uh, help you out in um, progressing your program. And I know the first young lady I can think of was Haley Sandine. And she was really my first recruit. And I sat down with her and, and basically our conversation was, she asked me what did I want to do with the program. I said, I want to win a national championship. And I said, people around here think I'm crazy. <laughs> but I said, that's, if you don't think like that, you're never going to get there. And she said, that's exactly what I want to do too. So she said, let's see what we can do. And she was one of the first kids that really start getting us on track as far as, um, just kind of the goals that the, the players would set and the standards that they would hold each other to. So it's kind of glad to have those players come along. And yeah, there was a turning point where um, I think it was in the second or third year where we really started getting extremely competitive. So coach, now that we know that as that's new information to us, would you say there's been <laughs> changes to the game since you've come back from taking that break? Has there been an adjustment that needed to be made from a coaching standpoint? Because, I mean, the game has obviously evolved over the last 20 years or so. Has there been a challenge initially trying to adjust back into the coaching? Absolutely. When I coached at Bethany, it was a two-year school. When we were in the, usually in the top 10, top 20 in the country every year. And then it became a four-year school in 2004. So now, not only do you have a, dis, a, a, a time difference, and coaching uh, progresses and, and, and the game changes. And so also that, but then also coming from a two-year program into a four-year program. So there was a lot of adjustments, a lot of flexibility on my part. Um, definitely changed my coaching style a little bit. Uh, I think I've been around a long time. And I, I almost think that almost every eight years, the game changes a little bit. And if you don't change uh, with it, 
you kind of get left behind. So um, I don't know if there was a, a great learning curve, but it was just a matter of having to change some philosophies and maybe not doing some things you used to do. Um, one of the things I can think of right off the top of my head was we used to press 40 minutes a game. Coming into the four-year system when you've got a lot of players on opposing teams that they can all handle the ball, you're not going to probably be pressing as much uh, unless you have those same type of players. So, yeah, the game changed a little bit. Um, and uh, I think it's in the process for the women's game today of changing a little bit towards the men's game. And obviously, you know, the men kind of took over from Division One and the pro team where there are a lot of drag screens and it's just it, people look at the men's game and go, oh, all they're doing is shooting threes. Well, that's kind of the way the game is going. I don't think it's there yet for the women, but it's getting pretty close. Coach, you're speaking a lot of, you know, how the game has developed over the years. And one question that I like to ask all the coaches that we have on the podcast is when people either come out to the North Gym to watch you guys or they see you on the road or they're watching you on a stream, how would you like for them to define your club as far as what they're seeing this season from Bethany Lutheran women's basketball? How would you like for people to define your squad? Well, I think from year to year, it's going to change. I mean, like this year, we have a ton of freshmen. So what I think I want people to see may not, they may, we may not be there yet. But uh, on a typical year, what, what I think our, what our program really stands for is our girls work extremely hard. Uh, they follow the game plan. Um, we really look at a post-touch first before we really look to score. Um, and we also have a lot of uh, shooters. And so... We're, we're getting towards that end of the game where we can, uh, we're going to start pressing a lot more, uh, pushing the ball a lot more. I think last year we might have been around 80 points a game, and we, we really want to boost that up and get a little, little faster game. If you could say that, most people would say 80 points is pretty fast for a women's game. But uh, we're trying to boost that a little bit and also strengthen up our defense. But I think the, the other thing that we've received information from fans watching us is they say, man, your bench is really into the game. They're really supporting the whole team. And that's one of our, I guess, philosophies as we kind of recruit players is we say be a great teammate and be about the program and not yourself. It's a sisterhood. Be supportive and loyal to each other. And we really push that every single day. And I think people can see that when they watch us. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned the younger team this year. You had a tough non-conference slate. I would have to assume with it being such a young team, that had to have been a little bit of a challenge, and there were some bumps along the way in trying to get to where the end goal is. Is it a challenge trying to let the players know at the same time you want to take the lessons from those games, but in the grand scheme of things, it's more of a learning process more than anything to get you ready for UMAC play? You know, it absolutely is. And, and that kind of brings me to another philosophy, I think, of, of ours here, too, is we're about the Bethany program, but we're also about the UMAC program. And what that means to us is play top-tier teams. Um, that's going to develop your players. It's going to give them mental toughness. They're going to get to see new systems of play. It also uh, really gets them tough as far as sacrifice, the commitment, and dedication they have to have. And I think in the end, it really builds the confidence of the team. Uh, this year, we were ranked having the ninth toughest schedule in the country. And I think that's great for the UMAC, but 
the number one team is Minnesota Morris. And I think when you have teams in your conference and they're playing tough competition, you got uh, other conferences like the American Rivers or the WIAC or the MIAC, and then they start to look at you and go, wow, this conference is for real. And I think that's what every coach, I think, in our conference strives for is trying to make the, the, the UMAC program the best program there is besides your program itself. So that's kind of our approach on the, on that question. You're preaching to the choir coach. That's what Wyatt and I have been trying to say throughout the pod this season is that the UMAC is a higher level than some people may believe it is. And so we absolutely love to hear that. I want to switch to a specific player on your squad this year, Hannah Geisfeld coming back for the extra year, getting plenty of accolades, rightfully so, coming into the season, putting up big time numbers. There's a perception from her or for her, excuse me, coach from the outside that maybe a lot of people have, but maybe don't know what it's like to be around her each and every day. Would you be able to tell us something about Hannah and what's special about her that maybe on the outside not a lot of people know? Well, there's a ton of things. Um, and, and really, I think she's just going to have a great life because of the things that she really believes in and her philosophy is. Uh, when she comes in, I, I remember last year she was she had a couple games over 30 points and she would come into the locker room and say, so-and-so won the game for us tonight. Not her. She's all about being a great teammate. She's all about the program. She will come in after games and watch one to two hours of film and ask, what do I need to do? Now, here's an All-American. <laughs> she played on the U.S. elite team as we went down to Brazil this summer, and, and, and we played down there with a few other kids throughout the country from Loris and Simpson and so forth. And she's looking to get better every single day. And, I mean, she had a, a, a pro contract from a team in Denmark to play. She turned that down because she wants to make the program better. And then she says, I'll see what happens after this year. So people look from the outside, they're going to see a very selfless player, and that's exactly the way she is um, in practice or out of her uniform, you know, in school. Coach, for you specifically, what's been your favorite part about coaching over the years? And just uh, you get a lot of different answers to this question, so I'm just curious for you specifically, what's your favorite part about being a coach? You know, I think uh, the game's more, it's more about, it's not so much about basketball. It's, it's what, what you do for these young ladies. And, and again, I always fall back on kind of our philosophy is when someone graduates from our program, we hope that they leave a more independent, strong, confident woman than when they came in. And those are the things that we really push I mean, other coaches say, oh, I like this game. I like the run, gun, and, and so forth. But for us, it's about the kids. I think a lot of coaches, it's all about the kids and, and what you can do to make their experience better. Um, I think our kids, when they leave, they got great work ethic. They know what commitment and sacrifice is, and, and they're about being selfless. And, and uh, when they graduate and we see those qualities in those young women, that's what I'm most proud of Coach, as Wyatt was mentioning earlier, you guys are major battle tested with the non-conference slate that you had this year, but now we're UMAC play. From here on out, you guys have the matchup this weekend at home, a rematch of the semifinal last year. 
hosting Northwestern. What are your perceptions coming into that game on Saturday? I mean, we've got some great teams in our conference. Northwestern is definitely one of them. Um, it's always a battle with them. I think uh, if you look at the history on the record-wise, they've really outshined us. I think we've. I think it's around 22 to nine on wins, uh, and 22 in their favor. Uh, but I think the teams respect each other. You know, when you have two gladiators going at it, uh, they really respect each other. And and when the game's done, you shake hands and you leave. But Northwestern's going to be a tough game. Uh, great players, great coach, and uh, we throw the ball up and we just try to see who who can execute and be most efficient in what we do. And usually, those are the teams that win. Uh, Coach, you get to play at home here this weekend against Northwestern. This is another question I like to ask at different coaches. If you couldn't play in your home gym, what's another gym in the UMAC that you like to go to and play at every year? Well, I I always go on this. I I always say I, I would play my favorite gym is always the gym where you won your last championship in. And so each year that would change uh, if you happen to win it. And last year, I think we won it at North Central, so they would be my favorite gym. It's a good answer. I like the logic behind it, too. Yeah, I agree, Coach. And, you know, since you mentioned it, I want to ask you about the last couple of years. You guys are the defending UMAC champions yet again. You've had a lot of success late in the year. What is it about your club that allows them to peak at the perfect time, late in the season, play your best basketball late into February. And then for you guys in the past, I mean, you know this, even past the UMAC tournament with what you're able to do a few years ago and knock off Bethel, how do you do that as a head coach where obviously you take each and every game as it is and you want to be playing your best, but understand we want to continually climb as we get deeper and deeper into the season? Well, I think it's a number of things. Uh, One thing, I think uh, the coaching staff, uh, and the players um, really believe that you got to get better every day. And we hold the players to a high, high expectations, and we have high standards in practice every day. We do a lot of different drills where they have to meet certain goals, and then as the year progresses, those, those goals or those standards get higher. And so they're always getting better, whether it's shooting, penetration, getting the ball inside, uh, what have you. And then I think another thing that really helps us, and I think you're right, we always tend to keep getting better and peaking, is that um, with our players, we, we communicate with them and let them honestly and truthfully know where they are. I mean, if they're not a good ball handler, we're going to tell them, but then we're going to say, here's what you need to do to get better. Let's go do this. Um, and they buy into that. And I think any program, when you get kids to buy into your philosophy, um, they do really well. And, and I think the third and last thing, too, is we all believe we're going to win a national championship ever since we got in. And I know our, my first year it was horrible. We didn't do well. But we have a belief that if you don't set your goals high enough, um, you're not going to get there. And if you just say, hey, we'd like to make the national championship. Well, when you get there, then you, you know, everyone's kind of scared because they go, man, we said we wanted to get here, but now we're here. Now what do we do? But if you come from the premise of we're going to win a national championship and here's the steps, we got to beat these teams. Then once we get here, we got to beat this team. So our girls really, 
we're really not afraid of anybody when we go into a game. And now we've played, I, I can't remember now, but I think it was the third, the 11th, and the 17th ranked team in the country this year. It's just another game for us. We respect those teams, but we're not afraid of those. We don't get nervous. We just go in and play. Yeah, for you specifically, Coach, with that philosophy, you've had a lot of success over the years, uh, specifically last year as well, winning the conference again. Over the time at Bethany for you, is there one specific moment that sticks out above the rest? Is there something you look back on at your time coaching at Bethany and you say that's, that's one that will stick with me forever? I don't know if you're talking about wins or events or I, I just know there there is one thing, and even my assistant coach says the same thing. And and you, you and I, I think I've coached 15 All-Americans in my career, and and you love those players. But we have one young lady who probably hit the three biggest shots in my 30 years of coaching, and she's on the team this year yet. And she is what you would call a, a game shooter in our practice drills and shooting. She might be the worst shooter. Uh, percentage-wise, but when you get her in a game, she'll knock down the biggest shot there is. I mean, I know she hit one against, I think it was Morris two years ago, and at Northwestern, I think last year, she hit two in a row that kind of iced that game. So, and she's kind of a role player. She's a starter, but we don't go to her a lot for offense, but if she's open, we get her the ball, and she usually knocks it down, Lori Ellenhusen. So, it, it's something as simple as that. And she's not an All-American, you know. I don't, I don't think she's been an All-Conference player, but she's a kid that just works hard, and she sacrifices points. She sacrifices a lot of things just to make other people better in our team. And she comes out as one of the really great things that I remember, which is kind of neat. Love that answer. Coach, I'll uh, wrap up with this one. I'd like to ask all the coaches in the conference, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but I'd like to ask all of them, what's your perception of UMAC women's basketball, how you see it night in, night out, and really the whole conference, how it's maybe changed over the years, and especially for you with so much experience, specifically the last year or two, where do you see the level at right now to maybe someone who isn't super familiar with UMAC women's basketball what would you tell them with where the conference is at right now? I mean, I think it's some great basketball. And I know a lot of coaches are going to compare, you know, the, the, the UMAC teams and how they've done against the, the MIAC, the American Rivers, or the, or the YAC. And that's kind of how you look at things. And I think we're, we're still got a lot of ways to go. Uh, I'd still challenge every, every coach out there to keep getting after it and scheduling tough teams and, and getting the respect from other conferences. And, and I've heard that from other teams from other conferences that, hey, we, we respect you guys or respect this team in your conference and so forth. And that's how you really build the conference. And if every coach puts the conference first, their team and their girls first, uh, it'll just get better and better. And we got some great coaches in our conference. Could not agree more, Coach. Hey, thanks so much for the time that you gave us. Know you're a really busy guy, so really appreciate you doing that. Best of luck on Saturday against Northwestern and the rest of the way. We're uh, looking forward to seeing how this thing goes. I hope it goes well. I know on Sunday I will get some sleep. I've had about four hours each night preparing. <laughs> so uh, I, I hope we win. And uh, it, it's been great talking with you guys and kind of reminiscing here about the UMAC and, and kind of 
all the coaches and teams in it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Excited to welcome head coach of the North Central Rams men's basketball squad, Dan DeWitt, to the pod. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Starting off, Coach, I mean, we're a little ways in now to UMAC play, and we're getting rolling with conference play all the way from here on out. What's your impressions of what you guys have been able to accomplish so far this season and then where you're at heading into this weekend's matchups? Well, I think um, so far this season, I mean, I think we're, you know, we had a good core group of guys coming back from last year's squad, and, um, you know, we added a few key pieces, and I think overall we're still sort of trying to find our identity and, and kind of, you know, get everybody playing together and, you know, kind of figure out uh, what our strengths are going to be. But, um, you know, I think it's it's been another season where, you know, I think everybody's had to deal with challenges and guys being in and out of lineups, and, and certainly we've had to deal with some of that as well. So, yeah, I mean, we're just looking forward to uh, hopefully being healthy here pretty soon. And, and um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, as far as what we got coming up this weekend, I mean, it's, you know, it's definitely going to test our depth. Uh, playing Bethany Lutheran and Martin Luther here back-to-back nights. I think it's going to be two high-possession games. Um, you know, and each each opponent kind of presents uh, some unique challenges. Yeah, so, Coach, why don't we talk about that a little bit as far as the back-to-back games. That's something the conference went back to this year, and there's different opinions on it. Do you like the back-to-back Friday, Saturday in the conference? Uh, with this being your third year at North Central, uh, I don't know if this was even a thing back when you started in your first year or not, but they brought it back this year. Do you like the Friday, Saturday back-to-back conference games? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I hope we stay with it forever. Um, I, I like I like having you know that that early early days in the week where we can just kind of focus on ourselves. Um, you know, when you play play on Wednesday, Saturday, it just seems like you're always cramming for an opponent, um, and so you don't quite get as much time just to talk about your team and work on things that you have to do better. It just seems like there's so much more game planning, you know, and obviously we're, we're trying to prepare for both opponents on Friday and Saturday, but you know, most of your energy is going to go into that Friday night opponent. And then, uh, you know, you just got to be ready to have a quick turnaround on Saturday. So I like having Sundays off where I think our coaching staff and our players can just totally decompress from the weekend, um, you know, and just kind of have that family time and have a little bit of a break. And then, you know, for us, Mondays uh, are spent primarily on us, and then Tuesdays, again, kind of, you know, continuing to work on things that we have to get better at, and then we kind of flip the page on Wednesday and Thursday as we get ready for the weekend. So I like, I, I love the Friday-Saturday schedule for sure. Wyatt brought up, Coach, that you're in your third season now at North Central. Take us back to a few years ago. Most recently, you were an assistant at Bethany for a couple of years. You are at a couple other stops as well before that. What made it the right time and the right fit for you to take the head job at North Central three years ago? Well, I think, I think first of all, I mean, it's just an opportunity to be a head coach, you know, and I think that uh, um, you know, just getting that opportunity to be a head coach at the collegiate level, that's a tough thing. I mean, there's a, probably a lot of guys that never really get that shot. So, you know, when, when, when an opportunity comes along, I don't think it can be too picky about it. Um, you know, but but North Central in particular, I think was just a great was great for for me and my family. Um, you know, I grew up in the Twin Cities, as did my wife, and so both of our uh, parents, you know, still live in the Twin Cities. Siblings live in the Twin Cities, and so from a 
from a family standpoint, just to be able to, to raise our two girls around grandparents and cousins and, you know, all that kind of stuff is, is pretty priceless. And, um, you know, just the familiarity, like you, like you touched on, uh, just sp having spent two years at Bethany Lutheran and just kind of knowing the league, uh, kind of knowing what it was going to take, I, th I think, to, you know, at least try to get the program going in the right direction. Um, and I think we've been able to do that here through three years. But um, that was another exciting thing is, you know, the year before, you know, the year before I got there, there were, you know, one in 15 in the UMAC. And so we were kind of starting from the very bottom. And, you know, there's, to me, that's exciting when you can kind of come in and, and, and build a program that you want to have from the ground up. Um, you know, that was another another exciting thing. But I love our location. You know, I love the, the school itself, the Christian school. Um, it just seemed like it was a perfect fit for me all around. Coach, back to on the court this year. If there's one thing at the end of the year you guys end up getting to the conference tournament and you go on a run and win that thing, what will be one or two things that have to happen for you guys to be able to do that as far as just on the court goes, whether it's knocking down threes, uh, defensively being strong inside, just it could be anything. What would be two things specifically that have to happen for you guys to have success at the end of the year? Well, I think we, we're going to have to be a great defensive team. Um, you know, when you get down to tournament play, you know, whistles are slower. Uh, shots don't always fall. Defenses are tighter. And so I think a lot of teams that have success at the end of the year, um, you know, they're able to, to be great defensively. And so I think that's one thing. And then I think the second thing is, is we're going to have to be a really good rebounding team. Um, and so, you know, those are two things that, and we try to get better and better at throughout the course of a season, knowing that uh, you know if we are in a position to be in a conference tournament and playing for a tournament championship or whatever the case might be, you know, that we're going to have to defend and rebound at a high level. Coach, when people come on down to Clark Danielson to watch you guys play at home or if they're watching you on the road or on a stream even, when they watch your squad this season, how would you like for them to be defining North Central Rams basketball for this 2021-22 campaign? Well, I think two two words that we've been using with our team here, uh, especially more uh, lately, is is we want to be tough and we want to be together. Um, you know, and I hope that, you know, when, when, when that final buzzer sounds at the end of the game, um, you know, people would think that, you know, we, we were a tough team to play against and that we play hard. And, um, you know, and then, and then that we're also a team that plays unselfishly, shares the basketball well, and, and you know, is pulling for each other. Um, you know, you see our bench, you know, getting up off the bench when guys come off the floor or four guys sprinting to help over, help out a teammate if he falls down. Um, so we want to play tough. We want to play together. Um, you know, and those are two things that we're still uh, trying to get better at. But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that's what people would say about us when they watch us play. What's been your favorite part, Coach, about this team in particular and just being able to coach them day in and day out? Well, you know, it's, it's yeah, that's a good question. There's a, I think there's, you know, one thing, the first thing that came to my mind when you asked that was just you know, some of those guys that were, that have been, been here in the program for the last three years since I've been here, you know, and, um, you know, kind of going through our struggles in the first year, getting a little bit better in year two. I mean, so those would be guys like, you know, Justin Castro, Micah Filer, um, Seth Fuqua was, was here in the beginning. Uh, Griffin Troll uh, is another guy that's been with us. Eric Lang, Ryan's man, Barnabas Prebo. I mean, 
I think, you know, those guys that, you know, I think uh, I got a, I got a soft spot in my heart and a lot of love for those guys that kind of kind of, you know, were, were with us, you know, in the very beginning when things were really, really difficult, you know, and, um, you know, certainly we know that we still have a long way to go before, you know, we're that we're the kind of caliber team that we want to be and the program we want to be. Um, but we have made uh, significant improvements here in the three years since those guys have been here. Coach, you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier about those matchups coming up this weekend at Bethany on Friday and Martin Luther on Saturday. And you spent some time at Bethany, as you said, as well, and were in that gym a lot over a couple of years. Do you think it will feel any different for you when you walk in that gym on Friday against the Vikings? Obviously, you know, you've been there in the past as well. Uh, since leaving that program, but specifically that matchup against the Vikings when you're on the sidelines, is there maybe a little extra emotions running through your head as that game goes on against a program you know really well? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the two years I had at Bethany Lutheran were just, uh, they were a lot of fun. Um, you know, still still a number of guys that, uh, you know, are on, on the team. I mean, that's, shoot, man, they got a lot of experience. You know, they've got uh, guys that have been now there for three, four, even five years, um, you know, and so it's, it's, it's fun to go back and see some of those guys. Um, you know, like you said, we've been there before, you know, I think, I think overall we try to treat it like it's, uh, you know, just like it's, it's, it's another game for us, um, you know, but it is, it's just, I would say it's more fun just to kind of walk the halls and think back to some of the good times and, and memories that we had while we were there. Here's a question for you, Coach. If you couldn't be coaching, you have no say in the matter whatsoever, what would be something else you would want to do? Man, uh, I can't coach. Man, if I could be like a professional tennis player, that'd be pretty sweet. Sure. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool, I think. I love that answer, Coach. And uh, funny enough, you bring that up. Wyatt's younger brother is a tennis player currently at Northwestern. I played tennis in the past as well. So, I mean, I got to ask you real quick. Thoughts on the Aussie Open? Is is Novak going to break the record and finally get the slam? Yeah, I don't I don't know how you bet against him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just uh, – and, man, you talk about – it just seems like he's – some of these guys that are at the top of the tennis game and just – I mean, they've been, they've been around. It just seems like forever. So – no, I'd put my money on him if I was going to bet, and uh, you know I think it'd be fun to see him get the slam. Yeah, I can't bet against him either. Uh, I, I'm not rooting for him, but that's a that's a whole other discussion that we won't get into. <laughs> but uh, one one last one that I got for you, coach. I like to ask this to all the coaches that we have on throughout the conference. What's your perception of where UMAC men's basketball is right now, with what you're seeing in games night in night out? and kind of the level that it's at right now. I mean, we talk about you've been here for a good chunk of years now, and especially recently. How would you evaluate what you see throughout the conference in UMAC play? Well, I think this year it just seems like teams are getting better and better right now as the year goes on. I think, um, you know, I don't know. I just There's been a lot of teams that have had guys in and out of the lineups, it seems like. Um, you know, I think Morris has had guys in and out. Crown has had guys in and out. Bethany has had guys in and out. Um, you know, and so as these teams are getting healthier and kind of getting their rhythm, it just seems like, uh, you know, the level of play is, is increasing, you know, which should should happen over the course of a season, right? Uh, but I think it's it's one of those things, man, it's going to be, it is going to be a tight, tight race, I think, at the end of the season to see which four teams are going to make the conference tournament. So it should be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. 
Well, hey, best of luck the rest of the week, Coach, and the rest of the season. Hopefully you guys can stay healthy. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, just best of luck uh, not only this year but in the future as well at North Central. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach.